Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome back to another episode of Self Love is My Rehab, where we are all tired of abuse being our addiction. I'm about to get my partner in crime, DC, on the line so we can start the show. So please tune in and love yourself. Yo, yo, DC, what's going on? Crack a lack and Queen Latifah, you and I see you. Happy Easter, motherfucker. Happy Easter, yes. Happy Easter. <sighs> well, well, we're switching it up tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah, the vibe of the week is usually my uh my, my, my little segment, you know, my trying to get shit off my chest, you know. But um yeah, according to Complex, Complex got a lot of shit. So, um yeah, I'm gonna just let her uh take the flow for this one. You got it, Complex. Huh. Uh, yeah, D C gave me the he gave me the opportunity to have vibe of the week to see the see how fucked up my week was. Um it was. It started on Tuesday. Um, you know, I had I had a nose hoop, but, you know, when you get the nose hoop ring from beauty supply stores, no shade, uh, you know, sometimes things rust. And it was starting to turn green, so I took it out, and I was like, I need to go get a nose ring. I need to go get another one because I don't want my hole to close or shrink, whatever you call it. But when when you have it out of your nose for so long and it shrinks, it's really hard. Went to Walmart. Jewelry attendant wasn't available. Turns out that the jewelry spot closed at 7. Um, then I went to a tattoo place, spent $25 a piece on two nose to bring. Uh, the gauge wasn't the right size, so I ended up re-piercing my nose, and it was real tender and just real it swelled up. Uh, Wednesday, broke my crock pot. <laughs> uh, you know, my nice dinner that I had is fucking just all on the floor. I couldn't even. I could have saved the, the top piece of the chicken, but I was so upset, so I just threw everything away. And then back to them damn nose rings. Nose ring fucked my nose up. I had to go get one from Walmart. I had to go travel to two different Walmarts. Then last night I had a poetry event that I went to, and um, yeah, I got there and didn't have a face mask. So DC was like, "Yeah, you got the vibe of the week." But well, all that happened. God is still in control, and I'm still here. So yeah. Won't he do it? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, did you have a problem with the week though? <laughs> uh, I mean, shit, there ain't nothing compared to yours, but uh, I, I guess it's the complete opposite. <laughs> um, no, nah, technically, it ain't really. Um, still getting used to my new job and shit. It's my first warehouse job, and you know, um, yeah, I'm fucking doing the crypt time with. All four of my fingers held five of them. Like, I can't grip a fist for shit. Like, my shit hurt. <laughs> my shit hurt. I ain't, I ain't gonna go as far as in the jokes that I usually uh, do with my hands type of thing. But, you know, if y'all grown enough and y'all understand, y'all can put two and two together. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, um, but, yeah, uh, that and, you know, um, being a few days in, being 32, you know, it's, yes. it's, it's some realization kicking in, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like, I feel like the older we get, the more we realize, you know what I'm saying? We, we can't operate as, as young as we used to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that part. it's that, it's that, it's that forceful, you know, leveling up in your maturity levels and shit like mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm going along with it. I'm actually happy about it, you know what I'm saying? I ain't complaining. I got a few gray hairs and shit, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. It's all about it's all about growing. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? You just gotta grow along with yourself. So yeah, I'm just taking that shit day by day. Um I'm actually looking forward to the salt and pepper look. I ain't even gonna I ain't even gonna hold you up. I feel like I I feel like I'll be a nice little Nice little dapper, uh, you know what I'm saying, salt and pepper, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's, been, that's been pretty much my vibe of the week. And, you know, also, you know, um, like I was pretty much saying earlier, you know, when we were having our phone talk, um, I really have to try to get my, my, my mentality and my spirits to transition with the, with the, with the seasons because I yeah. – Today, like, <laughs> I don't want to say I was depressed, but, like, I just noticed, like, my mood changes 
for the worse, you know what I'm saying, like when the weather breaks. And I don't know if it's because, like, I'm not that much of a people person and, you know, don't have too many people to hang out with like that to where, like, you know, I can enjoy the weather like I see everybody else doing. Or, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, it could just be the simple fact that the human versus my spirit just don't fucking mesh together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it's variations of all this shit. But I'm trying to take it day by day at the end of the day. You know, I still got work okay. to do. You know, I still got a, I got a clothing brand and shit to think about and stuff like that and shit. Once I get off the floor, shit, that part. it's a wrap. That part? All right. Well, we're going to get right into the shut me the fuck up topic. Uh, for anyone that's seen the video today, DC is threatening to block me on social media. I tell them, put your money where your mouth is because growth, growth is better than comfortability. So put your money where your mouth is. All right. So tonight, Whatever ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are talking about <laughs> victim's mentality versus open-minded mentality. Now, listen, the victim's mentality, this is just two words I put together um, because I always used to, you know, I was really growing up, but I used to tell people, you think from a victim's perspective, and I just kind of want to get into it because in hindsight, I think I've been thinking from this mentality too, so we're going to get right into it. All right, DC. So when you hear victim's mentality and open-minded mentality, what does each one mean to you? Um. Well, I'm going to just go based off my own words at this point. Um <laughs> But uh, when it comes, when, when I think of victim mentality, I always think of an individual who always sees themselves in a, as a victim in every situation possible. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and that could be, you know, that could be some sort of advantage for them, you know, to order in order to feel good about themselves. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like they play victim to certain to certain people and not just every person. You know what I'm saying? You'll gotcha. you'll play victim to someone who is. You know what I'm saying, quote unquote, open minded. You know what I'm saying, who, you know, someone who will, you know, particular situation when it comes to victim mentality, be naive of the situation. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to where you know you'll you'll see you, you'll favor the victim. You know what I'm saying, therefore given that given the victim's mentality, you know what I'm saying, the the um the satisfaction of being right, even though they know they're wrong, type of shit. You know what I'm saying. Right. And when it comes to um, an open-minded mentality, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's, it's this person who's basically, you know, acceptive to, you know, anything and everything. Um, as long as you know that you're not, you know, a part of the problem, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to a situation and you're not, you're not basically being that try hard to try to resolve a situation that doesn't involve you type of thing or, you know, um, a person who's adventurous with life. You know what I'm saying? Who's okay. basically open-minded, doing anything and everything um, for for the better good of their, you know, of their spirit and their self-love and type of stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I kind of look at it when I, when okay. I think of those two terms. I definitely agree with you on the victim's mentality, a person who plays victim in every standpoint. Um, when I think of victim's mentality, I think of a person who doesn't know how to take accountability for their actions. Um, someone else has to take the blame for what they're doing. Um, this is a person that can't process that you, it, it's you that's causing the hurt. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're allowing someone to be in your space that is hurting you and, you know, we, we, we continuously say, we haven't processed that this person can stop hurting you once you walk away. A person with a victim mentality is someone who will argue back with a person instead of walking away. Um, someone who likes to play victim with certain people, you know, and I feel like it's people that they know they can get over. Like they won't go to somebody that can easily read through people, you know what I'm saying, because they don't want to be exposed. They'll go to people who think on a victim's mentality too, but they're they're easier, like that person that they're going to, that person is easier to manipulate and control. You get what I'm saying? Right. Um, and right. just, just the person who uses their – their pain as a crutch, like, oh, well, you know, I'm like this because of this and not willing to do anything about it. Um, a person with an open-minded mentality, I see that as a person who understands that a person in front of them that's battling something, they understand that it has nothing to do with them personally. That's just that person's battle. 
They don't take offense mm-hmm. to it. They have self-control when it comes to their emotions. Um, someone, you know, who accepts people for who they are and, you know, like they let them be who they are. Um, and like someone who's just willing to think outside the box, like they're, they're willing to look at hindsight and see the lessons behind stuff instead of just staying stagnant in anger. So that's my take on that. Um, so my mm-hmm. next question is, how does a person who thinks from a victim's mentality live their life versus a, versus a person with an open mind? Like, this is from your opinion. Well, I mean, you you know, you kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, you know, how a a person with a victim um, mentality, how they live their life, you know, you know, just, you know, you basically walk around, you know, thinking that, you know, you're right all the time. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. when, when things, you know, when you get caught out on your bullshit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you you find you find ways to finesse it to where you are the victim. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, regardless of what the situation may be, you know what I'm saying? It can it can be as as low as you know, somebody you know, somebody correcting you on some shit, you know what I'm saying? And you'll and you'll take it to a whole nother level and get offensive and, you know, play victim and everything like that. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody corrects you, it's just like that person was rude, like type of thing. You know, I feel like a <laughs> lot of people really do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause like I was talking to somebody before um, and uh, they're a, uh, I can't remember the, I think it's a, a beauty cosmetic or something like that. I think that's the, I think that's the, the, the term that you use for hairdressers or whatever. But I remember, mm-hmm. I remember she was saying like how she had did this person's hair and they didn't like it the way she did it and, you know, was pretty much, you know, rah-rah and all that type of shit. And it's like, you do realize that that this is like maybe, maybe like an hour and a half, two hour process. You've seen everything right. in the making of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Why you didn't, you know, <laughs> approach it then and there. You know what I'm saying? I feel like right. people use their victim mentalities right then and there to try to, like, you know, maybe comp for, you know what I'm saying, like the, the price and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Basically do all mm-hmm. the, do all that complaining and shit just to try to get a free, um, just fr- try to get a, um, a, um, a free hairdo type of shit. I feel like a lot of people right. can finesse that victim's mentality and use it for, you know, for little things like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to, you know, a person with an open mind mentality, how they live their life, you know, you touched on that as well. You know, basically, you know, they live with, they live freely. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they, they don't have, you know, necessary pressures and stuff like that that they, you know, necessarily go through because, you know, they, they, they live a free spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have mm-hmm. any concerns or anything like that. And, you know, they're able to, they're able to, you know, operate around such people who do play victim because, you know, they understand that, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't obligate themselves to try to solve other people's problems. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, yeah. you know, if it was to come down to it, you know, they're they they can be there to be a listening ear, you know, mm-hmm. but they don't, they don't make it their life mission to, you know, try to solve somebody else's problem. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and I feel like, you know, too, like if they were the root of the problem, I feel like a person with an open mind won't even play victim themselves. Like they, I don't feel like they would convert, you know, into that victim mentality as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm Because I feel like, you know, you know, they will, they will be understanding to the problem and, you know, would try to, you know, resolve it if they were the root of the problem, you know what I'm saying? Because then at, then at that point in time, you know, it becomes their concern, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, your, your sense of reputation is on the line, you know what I'm saying? So, um, at that point in time, it does disrupt your peace. It does disrupt, you know, your um, um, your peace of mind. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, and if it, and I feel like also with a person with an open mind, like if they feel like they can't, if they feel like they tried to resolve the problem and or failed, um, you know, I don't feel like even then, in a the sense, they don't convert over into that that victim mentality as well either. You know what I'm saying? They feel like you know what I'm saying like if if it if it you know, if it bypasses, then awesome. If it don't, then hey, you know, I did what I could do. I'm gonna move on with life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like a person with open with an open mind has more clarity than a person that's trying to convince somebody that they are right and they're uh, and the other person's wrong. Even though that that victim, quote unquote victim, 
knows, you know, they're in the wrong. But, Definitely. you know, a person with a, with a victim's mentality, they they may have had some situations, you know, where it may have stemmed, you know, in the past to where, you know, there's been situations where, you know, they may have been right, but they've been manipulated to where, you know, they have been wrong in the situation. You know what I'm saying? They always been manipulated to where, like, you know, everything they do is wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you get to a certain age to where, you know, you can figure out that system, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, of being a victim, you know, or playing victim, so to speak, because, you know, not every victim is, you know, uh, rightfully the victim. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people can finesse that and make it to where, like, you know, they are the victim of the situation. But when you when you when you've been you know um, wrongfully accused so much to where like you you know where you can pretty much finesse that shit, a lot of people will abuse that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm the victim of everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm right mm-hmm. in the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. that's how I started. Um, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I feel a person who thinks from a victim's mentality. This is a person that, like you said, um, they can easily finesse. Um, they'll go around people that they know, you know what I'm saying, they, they, they can easily get to believe them. You know, like they'll tell their side of the story, but they won't tell what they did wrong, you know what I'm saying, because they want to keep that victim, that victim's perspective. Um, they can project hurt onto you, but as soon as yep. you give them, you reciprocate back what they're giving, it's like they can't take it, and it's the end of the world. Um, they will yeah, do. Man. They will guilt trip the shit out of you. Um, they will guilt trip the shit out of you to, you know, what I'm saying, make you feel like, like it, it's kind of like gaslighting. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like they don't see the wrong and they're wrong, but it's like they're quick to point out what you do. They're quick to point out what you don't do for them. You know, they'll get around like-minded people that think like them, and it's like. You know what I'm saying? It's easy. It's easy for me to live in my bullshit because I got people around me that feels the same way I do. Um, if you disagree with them, they're easy to cut you. They're quick to cut you off. Uh, you know, people like this, they're very, I would say, confrontational too. You know, like they'd rather go someone else and vent about the person instead of going to that person mm. like a grown-up and talking to them about it because, you know, right. as a victim, you know, because I, I feel like I have this mentality we, you know, we tend to think that, you know, we overthink it in our mind that it's going to go less, so I might as well go to somebody else. And you don't even realize in a sense that this is looking messy because people that you run to, everybody is not always going to give a listening ear. Sometimes they have a running mouth. And I've been in that situation where I went to someone and vented, and it got back to that person. And, you know, people, it's like telephone. You're going to hear more than what a person really said in there, and then it makes you look, but it still comes back to you. It's like, why weren't you mature enough to come and talk to me about this? Um, a person with an open-minded mentality, even though they have self-control and, you know, they're understanding and they live their life, you know what I'm saying, not having the care in the world, they're a free spirit, they still have their inner ice, okay? I believe that meme wholeheartedly. With the Marianne meditating, everybody still has their inner ice, but they're able to control their emotions a lot more than a lot more better than a victim's mentality person. You know, they understand they they understand like you know their fuck up. They they admit it. You know what I'm saying? They're on that mature level where they realize I can't move like this. You know, they don't fall into the pattern of saying they're going to do something and don't back it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're really uh-huh. on some, some like, on some grown-up shit, you know? And, like, they, they really understand that I am, in, I am in control of my emotions. No one else is in control of me. And, dog, right. I'm not even going to answer that part because that's coming, that, that, that's coming at the end. But <laughs> I'm just saying, I admire <laughs> people like this because it just looks so hard to do from on the outside looking in, but, you know, people like this really know how to have self-control. They know how to say no. You know, they don't get into the people-pleasing stage. So um, that ties into my next question. How do you think a person should approach someone's feelings who does think from a victim's mentality? Because I feel like I shouldn't have said 
you think like a victim to certain people. And I, I'm not perfect, but I said it. Damn, bro. Ilya, <laughs> uh, my failed family, that you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's acceptable. I mean, we can tell them motherfuckers all about the right. But, but um, the way I feel like you should approach someone with those type of feelings, um, I mean, you should really walk on eggshells with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just just be the be the the therapist to you know what I'm saying the the person who's who's there talking, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because cause like you just said, like a person. A person who who plays victim wants to go to someone who's going to be there and just listen. But yes. at the same time, when you are that open-minded person, and this is just from me, because, like, the way I'm built with the situation, like, if we're close, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely the type of person who's going to listen to you. But, as, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to listen thoroughly to where I can pretty much identify you know, the rights and the wrongs of the situation and then overall be able to tell you, you know what I'm saying, whether it's you, the other person, or both parties are at fault. Right. You know what I'm saying? On some real shit. And a lot of people can't take that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of people who can't take that are those people who who do have that victim mentality. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm. like I said, like, a person who has that victim mentality, they don't never want to be proven wrong. They always want to be proven right yeah. in the situation because their feelings are ultra sensitive. So, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to be called out on these bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation when it comes to, you know, approaching someone with those type of feelings or that type of mentality. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it reverts back to, you know, being that open-minded person. It's like, okay, you know, it, you know, it is what it is type of thing. <laughs> whatever, whatever you make, it is, it's not going to affect me, but you came right. to me for, for some sort of reason. So obviously, you know, you came to me for some sort of advice. I'm going to give it to you. If you don't want to take it, Hey, I did my part right. in the situation, but you got to look at it too. Like an open-minded person who who will be willing to give advice will at some point get tired of giving you the same fucking advice for the same situation mm-hmm. in a sense you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because if you constantly give a person some you know some advice and they don't take some sort of action on it then it's like mm-hmm. why do we keep talking to each other about the same situation and i constantly give you mm-hmm. the same advice and you turn around and do the same bullshit, and then before you know it, we right back to square one talking about the same shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like where, 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 where will you find it in your in your heart to like you know really take in the advice and try to switch shit around? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's the victim's mentality. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll go to somebody because in order to kill that victim's mentality, you got to tell them some real shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's, that's going to take a lot of people because a, a person with a victim's mentality will revolve themselves around yes-men individuals, you know what I'm saying, yeah. who will agree with them, you know what I'm saying, pretty much damn near 100%, you know what I'm saying. And that'll, that'll, that'll either be because um, intimidation or, you know, the lack of wanting to lose them as a friend, mm. you know what I'm saying, those type of things. You feel me? Because yeah. <laughs> trust me, I've been through that situation. A lot of I've I've been you know I've been in situations where I've been you know right, but because the the friends that me and this person had was mm-hmm. pretty much majority on their side. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As far as like loyalty and longevity and friendship and shit like that, they automatically took that person's side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I was their friend too. But it was like once this person, once this, once that victim expressed their hurt and their frustrations, you know what I'm saying? The the other side of the story just went out of the window completely. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. were just automatically wrong yeah. at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
yeah. instead of just getting both sides of the stories to make it make sense in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I feel like I feel like when it comes down to that, you know, it it, it in a sense has love given there, especially when you as the open-minded person can realize that, okay, this person is just oblivious to what the fuck they're doing. And it's like, mm. you know, you don't want them to continue to self-sabotage themselves thinking that they're right in every situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's just almost like, that's just almost like you going to rob a bank and you get caught and they're going to be like, what's your reasoning for doing this? Oh, well shit. You know, like I had to pay bills. Like I felt like it was the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're like, no, you're guilty. No, wait, what the fuck do you mean I'm guilty? No, I didn't. Anybody would do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people will get that damn deranged in their mind of thinking that they're the victim by doing retarded shit like that. When you know when you know clearly that ain't the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, people will really get wrapped up in their heads thinking that they're right when, when shit is clearly, you know, wrong for them to do. So I think tough mm-hmm. love is definitely the the place to go. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Hmm. And see, that's that's the part that I have a hard time doing is tough love because, like you said, a person with a victim's mentality is going to want to be around someone nine times out of ten that thinks like them and that can easily be that yes man. I feel like if you yep. tell them what they need to do, they look at it like that's too much, nobody asks you, and they feel like you're disagreeing with them, and they shut down, and they stop coming right. to you. But um, I think the best way to approach someone with a victim's mentality is to honestly try to get them to see. And the only way to get them to see is to ask them, well, why do you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, just like kind of point it back to them so that they can understand some things. Because when you tell them, oh, well, you need to do this, they're already defensive. You know, they already feel like they don't have control of their mind, so they have to have control of something. That's why they're so, you know, defensive, and they lash back at you, and they, they're very snappy. Right. So it's like you right. kind of got to ask them, like, you know, well, well why, why, why did you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did it make you feel? Start get them, start, you know, getting them to answer some of their own questions to make them realize stuff because it, it's crazy, but it's like a person – who thinks from that mentality can't see past that. You know what I'm saying? And damn, like I I was that person. You know, I I'm I think I still am kinda her. So that's we'll get into that on the next question. But I just feel like uh don't do my approach. Don't say don't, don't say you think it from a victim's <laughs> perspective. But I mean tough love, I don't know. I don't know. I really am still trying to learn how to approach it, and that's why I brought this question to the platform because, you know, this is something that I'm trying to work out with with my sibling that I've talked about before. I'm I'm really trying to find the best way to approach her. Like, I'm running out of options, you know, but I'm learning to accept her for who she is, but it's like conversation is so choppy because it's like you hear certain things and I'm not at that place no more where I'm going to give in and say, oh, yeah, you were right because I'm starting to realize what's right and what's wrong, and I'm, I'm learning how to take accountability for myself. So it's like, do I just sit there and be quiet and just listen to her vent, knowing that a lot of shit that you're doing in there is fucked up? I still don't know how to approach, so I'm still learning. But you're right, that tough love aspect can be a way to go because the person will get yeah, tired. Cause, yeah, because where, where I see, because the way I see it, like, when it, when it comes to, when it comes to that, when it comes to that argument, the, the open-minded person always wins, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. particular point, the victim, the victim mentality is already set in stone. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be where it's at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until and someone comes correct with them and let them know mm-hmm. like some real shit. You know what I'm saying? It don't necessarily have to be tough love. It's just speaking real shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, you know, you can, you know, you can put in, you know, in between the sentences, like, you know what I'm saying, I love you to death type of shit, but this is what it is, like, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, if you get, a, if you get enough people, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, that these, you know, these people with, with the victim mentality go to, you know what I'm saying, if you can get enough of them people to, you know, say the same thing, that might put them up against the wall to be like, you know, okay, maybe this shit needs to stop. Maybe I need to get out of my head thinking that everything is right. Or, you know what I'm saying? Really, really confront those battles that I've been suffering 
you know what I'm saying, that I've been mm-hmm. suffering to that, you know, results in me into, you know, playing victim all the time. Because it's always, yeah. it's always, a, it's always an origin behind every single thing that we, you know, that we became today. You know what I'm saying? Whether yeah. that's good or bad, there's always an origin behind it. So it's like, if you get, you know, if you get enough people to confront you about your wrongdoings, then that leaves you necessarily no choice to, you know, pretty much reevaluate, like, you know, who you are as a person and, like, you know, why you act this way and everything like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, hey, no, like, sometimes... Say, at, no, no was, I was going to say, I was going to say real quick, um, when you were saying, like, you could put I love you to death in there, sometimes a person ain't going to see that. They just look right at the attack. They say, they, they, they don't see I love you to death part. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. No, that I love you to death, that I love you to death translates to fuck you. <laughs> that's all that, yeah, that's like all they that don't, was, they don't see it. They be like, oh, they say it, fuck me. They don't even see right, that part. <laughs> they wouldn't even, yeah. <laughs> but no, that goes into my last question. Um, which of these mentalities do you think you have, and which one do you want to have? Mm. Well, I would say <laughs> the mentality that I that I had. I would say the mentality that I had. I definitely no, had no, no. You ain't gonna be honest. Well, I mean, I don't have it anymore. See, that's the thing. That's why I said had because <laughs> okay. I really feel like I feel like I really feel like truly I have transitioned. You know what I'm okay. saying? Pretty good. You know what I'm saying? You know, from from one to the other. I was definitely, um, I was definitely the victim's mentality, and I'm and I'm. I would say that I'm still in the process of you know, converting over to the open-minded mentality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, just, just to be fair, goddamn it, complex shit. Yeah, y'all, y'all wait until the next promo for uh for next Sunday. But um, yeah, I got something for that ass. Um, <laughs> but no, um, I I definitely I definitely had the or you know still possess the victim's mentality. Um, you know because of you know, what I was, you know, preluding to um, in the previous um, answers that I was giving to the questions, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had origins to where, you know, I felt like, you know, I was always, I was always ruled as a wrong person, you know what I'm saying? So that made me, in a sense, Mm -hmm. feel like, you know, everything that I did or will do was going to be a wrong decision or a wrong move to make, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, when it got to a certain point in age to where I just said, I'm tired of fucking being, you know, ruled as wrong. And see, and the difference, the difference was, you know what I'm saying? Was because it wasn't the fact that I was always doing some wrong shit and just got tired of being told I was wrong, but Mm -hmm. I was always accused of some, of doing wrong, knowing I was right about the situation. You know what I'm saying? So, when it got to the point where, you know, I would, you know, I would declare it whether it was fair or not, I was just always right because, like, I felt yeah. like, you know, I got tired of, you know, the same people at the time, you know, pointing me out to be a bad person. And you can, bad. right, and you can, and you can make the argument that, you know, I shouldn't have allowed their you know, their views on how I was as a person to dictate how I should have took it. Mm-hmm. But it was hard because what they were judging me on was still a situation that I was in at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it was hard to just kind of just like throw their opinions and shit out the window because I was still dealing with that particular person. So no, like, when it really came down to it when I was like fed up with the situation as a whole, I became savage, this victim savage ass nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. To where it was like, you know, doing spiteful petty shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I remember, you know, doing something petty and spiteful and I'm not gonna drop no names or anything like that. If Complex laughed then she gonna give it away. But, you know, I hit up this one, uh, this one coworker of mine, bad as shit, you know what I'm saying? And it was, uh, it was New Year's Eve or whatever, and I wished her Happy New Year's Eve or whatever and called her a nickname and shit like that. And, um, you know, 
my girlfriend at the time had seen it and got pissed off, called a, a mutual friend of ours. The mutual friend called me and was like, yo, that shit was wrong as shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck are you doing? Like, type of thing. And I immediately got offended. That victim mentality kicked in. And, you know, long story short, like, I ended up, you know, cutting ties with that friend and then later on down the line breaking up with that person. But the 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 beauty of that whole thing was, was that, you know what I'm saying, the mutual friend got exposed to how toxic that person was to where to where like, you know, they had to pretty much see you know, see it you know, see it with their own eyes based on their own experience. You know what I'm saying? So mm. sometimes a, a a a person who's toxic and or has that victim mentality, you know what I'm saying, along with you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? can, you know, can get exposed and get called out on this shit as well. You know what I'm saying? Because I had a mutual friend come to me like, you know, dog, like, I I apologize for, you know what I'm saying, pretty much taking that person's side at that particular moment because it, it, you know, for me to go through what I went through with that person taught me a lot about, you know what I'm saying, what you may have went through with her, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. for the X amount of years that you've been with her type of shit. And it was like, thanks, yeah, that's all I've been trying to get everybody to fuck with And it was just like, you know, because I guess she may have had the good mouthpiece at the time, but like I said, like regardless of the fact, like there was never there was never a time for me to plead my case about things. You know what I'm saying? It was always like, okay, she said what she said, that was that was it. That was the end of the discussion mm-hmm. type of thing. You know what I'm saying? So it kinda of just ruled me out as the bad guy as a whole. You know what I'm saying? And you know, how they didn't really see that as an issue because, like, as she would vent to them, we would kind of still either either be together or, you know, we would be broken up and get back together. I don't see how they didn't see a pattern of that being an issue, but, hey, that's neither here nor there. But mm-hmm. um, as I transitioned into this person with an open mind mentality, it took for me to have to really sit down and, you know what I'm saying, reevaluate myself as an individual because, like I said, like, you know, in past um, episodes, um, I went through a rocky situation to where, like, you know, it, it confined me into, you know, my own little world, you know what I'm saying, that I didn't, I couldn't really involve myself with the outside world and everything that it had to offer. So it was just me behind four walls and my mind, and, you know, it took me to do some some great reconstruction of how I thought about things and, you know, just the overall gratefulness of how the outcome of my situation had went. It could have went a lot worse, but the fact that it went, you know, to where I was able to, you know, kind of be within my own household, it definitely, you know, I owed it to myself to have to turn shit around because, like I said, the situation could have been a lot worse than what it was. And, you know, I say that to say it takes, it takes, it takes those type of particular moments to where like, you know, you, you kind of almost just like, just, you just organically, you know, just start to rethink situations. And then it's, you know, like once you kind of get back into the real world, it's almost like, you know, I can't even, I can't even really stress or, you know what I'm saying? Like be mad about this shit. Cause I done been through worse, like type of, type of shit, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's where an open mind origin comes from, where it's like you've been through worse and it's like you've accepted how things will happen, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you just look at you just look at the, the brighter picture of things, you know what I'm saying? Like you just refuse to get like overly aggressively mad at shit, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just like I, I've, been, I've been through what I feel like I, you know, possibly couldn't have couldn't have endured, but I did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I can do that, I can, you know, I can, you know, brush off, you know, any type of toxicity or ne- negativity, you know what I'm saying, that may come my way. You know what I'm saying? You might you might have your moments here and there where, you know, you kind of, your emotions flare up and you become human again, you know, like you said, that Ike Turner comes out, you know what I'm saying, when you're doing your Marianne yoga type of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have that, you have that inner peace. I mean, that, that inner disru- um, destruction that wants to come out and, you know, just wreck shit. But mm-hmm. your your peace of mind overpowers that immaturity that wants to come out and really, like, show up and show the fuck out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. where I'm at today. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
So when it comes between the two, like, that's what I have right now, and that's what I want to continue to have. I want to continue to have that mentality to where, like, regardless of how much I'm struggling or, you know what I'm saying, how much of a struggle it is to, you know, reach goals, you know what I'm saying, because I still have that, I still have that sense of urgency. I still have that sense of urgency of wanting to accomplish it right away, like the next day type of shit. Like I want all my goals to be expedited. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to have like a hundred thousand dollar bank account and you know what I'm saying? Houses and shit, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I have the, I have the formula to do that. And you know what I'm saying? Because I do know that I want shit to happen quickly and fast, but at the same time, the mentality that I do have today it, it it grants me patience, you know what I'm saying? It grants me serenity. It grants it um it gives me peace of mind, you know what I'm saying? It it gives me hope of just, you know, just being patient and just knowing that um that these times will come. But mm-hmm. never skip over the struggle. Because the struggle is what gives you humbleness. And without humbleness you will run you will run your success down into the fucking ground. That part. Okay. Well, thank you for saying all of that, DC. Thank you for being honest. I just want you to be open and honest on here because you know, I'm gonna be honest. You know I'm still, I'm just saying, I'm still uh, transitioning from victim's mentality. I want to be that person that has the open-minded mentality. Um, you know, I notice that I still, I still let my job, like when I have clients calling me stressing about stuff and yelling at me because they didn't get the particular hours that they wanted. I, that, that shit, you know, it bounces off, it bounces on to me. And I feel like if I was right. at an open-minded mentality, I would be able to just be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? But it gets stressful because, you know, people get really rude, but I'm trying to get to a point of understanding it has nothing to do with you. This is the frustration from their condition that they're in and the fact they have to ask for help. And, you know, they, just like you said, you want, you know, your results and your goals to happen at a certain time. That's how they are. But I'm still trying to learn that um, with the victim's mentality, it was hard for me to see my bullshit. It was hard for me to take accountability for anything that I did. You know, I was that person. I could say something and, you know, think that, oh, I said it right, but it offended a person, I would play the tip at that game because I didn't like being in the hot. If someone came to me and said that you did something, okay, now what can I do to make it right? Because I want to be on your good side. I'm that people pleaser. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way that you cannot yeah. like me. Like, I thought that I was this perfect person. I, I never wanted to see anybody's bad side because I felt like it would be the same as what I've seen in my family. And, you know, my family, I love them to death, but when we get mad, we talk to each other like we random bitches in the street and random niggas in the street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm so serious. We take the, I'm, I'm telling you. So it's like I got into that fear of confrontation because I'm like, okay, this is my family. They, they talk to me like I'm a random bitch in the street, but they know how far to take it. A person on the outside doesn't really know me, and they may not give a fuck, and they may take it as far as they want to. So I tried to play that people please inside, you know, I would go and if I had a problem with somebody, I would go vent to someone else about it instead of confronting that person because in my mind I overthought it, it's going to go to the left. I, there's no way that I could talk to you about this. You get what I'm saying? Because communication right. sucked in my family. We talked over each other. We yelled at each other. I was the type of person, if you were trying to lecture me about something that I did, I would turn the radio up and tune you out. Like I was that petty. Mm. And I'm at a place. I'm tra- I feel like I'm transitioning to open-minded, where I'm at a place and I'm being honest with myself, but I'm still learning to practice what I preach. I'm still learning to do what I tell people on this podcast all the time. I'm still learning to put myself first. I'm still learning to have this this special relationship with myself. You know, I'm in a season where I'm really learning to be by myself and see what I like so that I won't distract myself and I won't get around those like-minded people who are going to be my yes, my yes guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, who's going to enable right. my fucked up decisions? Because I had a lot right. of friends like that. You get what I'm saying? And it took for me to come here to realize, y'all ain't shit. And I don't know why the fuck I held on to those friendships <laughs> for this long. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really took for me to go through some storms to see who was there for me. And, like, you know, I'm I'm learning to be a better friend as well because I feel like I always made 
conversations about what was going on with me. I never stopped to ask people, you know what I'm saying, well, how's your life going? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I never asked, how are you doing? Yeah. So I'm, I want to yeah. transition to that, op- that open-minded mentality, the person who doesn't let a client cuss her out at the job. I could just laugh about it. You know what I'm saying? I want to be that person that doesn't let people on the road irritate the fuck out of me. I want to be able to really have my emotions in control and understand that I'm in control and that I can't let anyone else control me because me and you talked about this before we got on the podcast. That's why a lot of those that bullying happened back then and a lot of those insults because I showed that I cared. When you show that you don't care right. and when you give silence, they don't know what to attack. And that's what I'm trying to learn how to become. You know what I'm saying? Like I can show you better than I can tell you and I'm just really trying to prove that to myself. And I know that if I can be more truthful with myself about every fucking thing, it'll be easier to not care what other what other people think. It will be easier to not fall into that guilt trip and it will be easy to turn off that people pleasing side. So I'm transitioning to nobody's perfect. So all right, that wasn't too bad. Um D C might block me on social media, y'all. So um I might not be able to see the next yeah. video, but y'all let me know how it's going. So all right. Oh, nothing. I was just talking to the talking listeners. Shit. I ain't, you ain't here. Always shit. talking shit. Always talking <laughs> shit. That's okay. Let's segue into the simulation mind question. All right, DC, drop it. What? What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> give me the green light. Let's simulate that mind come. Damn, nigga, it's not like you were struggling. All right, the stimulation of my question this week is, can you allow your partner or ex to hold on to good memories of their past? Example, you know, trips, pictures from trips, relationships, like letters or gifts that they got, songs, et cetera, without feeling like it's disrespectful to you. Hmm. Now this this is this is holding on to memories um that was intact with other relationships, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. Um like let's let's spark one up real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Lighter. Ignite. Okay. Sound like Lil Wayne oh. when he's about to come on the verse. Yes, nigga, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> Getting hyped as shit. Um, I I do I do feel like it's okay if you don't have any insecurities about yourself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, which 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 could be which could be a lose lose situation because I mean, you almost in a sense never. You never really know exactly the origins of, you know, these places and or things. You know what I'm saying? That's just like that's just like if you go on a date, for example. You know what I'm saying? You go mm-hmm. to this particular spot. Let's just let's just say it's Benihana's. That's a bad mm-hmm. fucking example because everybody go to Benihana's. But let's just say if it was just a significant restaurant or whatever, and you'd be like, mm-hmm. um, like, damn, I ain't never heard of this spot before. And then she'd be like, yeah, I go here all the time. I used to go. I used to go here. Um, you know, all the time. <laughs> All the time, huh? With who, Becky? Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh my like, God. You know, but you would, but you would never know in the, to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? And and most people will have that respect to not, you know, really throw it up in the air. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, me and my, like, my ex used to take me here all the time, type of shit. But mm-hmm. even though, even though that's a respectful thing to not do, a person mm-hmm. who's insecure will think that depth into it and be like, oh, okay, you used to go here on dates all the time before you used to get mm-hmm. smashed, huh? You know what I'm saying? This is what oh, you used God. to do. Like, you should go here. God damn it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 a person with insecurities will definitely just, like, overthink every single thing. But if you're a person who doesn't really give a fuck about the the attachments that that individual had, Mm-hmm. I mean, then, you know, it'll make it easier for you to, you know, to uh, go into these adventures or, you know, these particular memories and moments and shit with this particular person, even though they had them with a previous person. But mm-hmm. this is something, this is something that, you know, 
kind of brings them happiness, so to speak. I feel yeah. like I feel like on that person's end too as well. If you're not if you're not involving the thoughts and memories of doing it with that person, it you know you shouldn't be doing that with a whole different person. Like I feel like I feel like on both ends it should be held accountable on both ends. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you're gonna be like you know like going down to the river walk and shit, staring at the water and shit, you know what I'm saying? Do that because like you you enjoy that solely by yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't want to necessarily set yourself up for failure doing doing shit with a new person that you used to do with an ex, and you're going to be thinking about that ex and, you know, be forgetting <laughs> about the whole motherfucker sitting next to you. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, the motherfucker going to be thinking to you, like, huh? Huh? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that could... That could be so messy all around, no but it's a thing. From DC. It's a fuck no baby. I mean, it's not a, it's not a fuck no baby. It's not, it's not that completely, <laughs> but it's just like, so it's like, you got to be careful with that. You know what I'm saying? For that person and for yourself too. Cause like I said, you don't want to, you don't want to go down memory lane and have these, these memories to enjoy. If you're going to be thinking about the ex as well, you know what I'm saying? If that's going to trigger feelings, for the ex, you ain't doing nothing but fucking yourself over, you know what I'm saying, solely and with the with the next person. Because, like, you know, if you if you still wrapped around your ex, you know what I'm saying, like, you're not gonna you're not gonna be a hundred percent into this person or be willing to put effort into this new person because you you set yourself up for failure by going to you know these landmarks and shit that 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 reminds you of these significant moments that you had with another person. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that that yeah. wonder and that lust that for that past person that you've already experienced, like you know, an emotional connection with, that's gonna overpower any type of you know possibilities of you or or that person, you know, really you know showing their worth to you. So I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm I'm fifty fifty with it, honestly. Um, Sound like fuck my like, baby. <laughs> the, the back, the back, the back in the day, me would be like, "Fuck no!" Like, don't take me anywhere that anybody used to take you to. Like, you know what I'm saying? And if we do, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, shit, I wasn't even memories. saying all. I wasn't even <laughs> saying all of that. I wasn't saying take you to the restaurants. I'm saying like, I was watching Bernie Mac, and it was an episode where um, I think Bernie had some letters from an ex that he had, and like, like it was in like a storage. It was in a box in the basement. <laughs> Like, you know, I think, like, it was a teddy bear and um, Wanda, what the fuck, what, what was his wife's name? Wanda. Wanda, yes. Yeah. Yep, Wanda. She had a problem with that. But then after a while, you know, she was like, you know what, this is a part of your life that, you know what I'm saying, obviously you hold on to. So I'm like, okay, let me bring that to the platform. Now, for me, the person would have to be dead for me to be understanding. Damn. I'm just I'm <laughs> just being honest. Or you gotta be or, deep for it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it would have to be like somebody that like is from the past past. Like you know the reason, like you know, like um like this person taught me what love was, you know what I'm saying? And I you know, I didn't right. appreciate her but she but she taught me what love was and I always said that I would get it right. Now I'm not talking about somebody that you just broke up with. I'm talking about somebody years ago. But I don't know. I just yeah, feel I mean, like I'm like I mean, even that can still play a part but of being effective too. You see how you always cut me off? You always cut me off when it's time to answer my situation. I ain't cut you off, my nigga. I was just trying to make I was just trying to plead my case because I just feel I just did no. this whole feel and you like, nigga, I ain't even look at it like that. That ain't what I was saying. What I was saying was like <laughs> I'm just saying. I understand. They would have to be. They would have to pass away. I don't know. I mean, that means that I need to work on more of my insecurities. Like, I can't say that I will fully be comfortable with it. But I just want to know what you think. If you talk about some, but you talk about they gonna take your ass to the damn restaurant. Nobody said that. I'm talking about just having a box of letters or a a old. But nothing, nigga. Like, like it be it be real like that out here. But like, you know, that's that's what I was saying though. Like. That's disrespectful, if, right there. If you have, if you have some sort of insecurities, though, like it's going to be hard <laughs> for you to accept going into any type of establishment or having any type of materialistic shit around the crib or anything <laughs> like that that involves another relationship. 
You see what I'm saying? Oh, like if you're if you're wanting to hear about this story, like, like quote unquote Wanda, I don't know why they try to portray that shit as if it was as if it was okay. You know what? Fuck it. You know what? It's a, it's a whole fuck here for me. I know. No, you can't. No, I don't even want this. I don't even want the damn toothbrush that the nigga bought you in the house. No. <laughs> Duh, fuck it, listen. Fuck it. I'm not getting rid of my blender in the next one. My thing is don't act, don't tell. I'm not getting rid of my blender. I'm not getting rid of my Julie organizer. It is what it is. Don't, don't act, don't tell. That's real shit though. That's 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 the best way to answer that question. Don't ask, don't tell. And even if you do ask, I ain't gonna tell you the truth, my nigga. Shit, fuck it. Yo, <laughs> like it's just it. a blender, my nigga. Like I bought this shit last year. When you break up with oh, your nigga last year, but trust me, I bought this shit with my own bread. This was my own purchase. He ain't buy me none of this shit. <laughs> Yo, God. real tough. Hey, you go through somebody's phone, nigga. This shit say happy birthday from Bay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> thank you for answering that question. Ah, you all right. <laughs> We're going to segue to the appreciation. Oh, DC, what you got? Oh, I can't wait to the next promo. Um, um, <laughs> shout out to Self Love is my rehab. This has been a fun, quote-unquote fun, slash therapeutic experience for me. It's been allowing me to become a better person each and every day, including Sundays at 7 Live. Um, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Just the overall laughs and shit that I get from here, you know what I'm saying, is very much needed. Yeah. So I'm I'm you know, very grateful to, you know, be able to have these moments every Sunday at 7 live. Um, shout out to Complex, because without her, it wouldn't be possible. And shout out to God, because without him, there would be no Complex, there would be no DC, there would be no self-love. It's my rehab. Uh, shout out to Dynamic Culture Apparel. That's my baby. Do not play with it. Oh, um, yes. If you want to follow, <laughs> if you want to follow that page, my business page, on, I, um, on IG, you can follow it at dynamic underscore culture underscore apparel or you can follow it on facebook as well at dynamic uh culture apparel and shout out to all my loved ones with positive vibe and positive energy and shout out to my karens out there with negative vibes and negative energy we still love you at the end of the day we just wait for you to get up busted and quit spending that oh jesus all right so i'm gonna say shout out to this platform self-love is my rehab it helps me become a better person every day um, shout out to the book, No Apologies. That's what's at the platform for Self Love is My Rehab and Queens of Vibes and Visions. I love that podcast too. It's helped me to embrace the fact that I'm a strong woman and I'm not apologizing for it no more. I woke up this morning and remember who the fuck I was. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. But um, shout out, you know, please follow us on Instagram at Self Love underscore is my rehab. You know, we got the highlights, we got the promo videos that DC does. Um, you know, please just show us love. Um, also, shout out to Out of Darkness. It will be coming out June 7th. I am wrapping that book up. No apology series will be done. On to the next project. I'm ready to learn so much more about myself. Um, you know, this this is going to be a good year, God's willing. And shout out to God because without having a close relationship with him, I would not have a close relationship with myself. I would not be able to tap into myself, trust my own judgments, and really put myself first. Putting yourself first is a beautiful thing, y'all. Get your get your relationship together. Fuck the other relationships around you. Get your relationship with yourself together first. I'm telling you it's the best thing that you'll ever be happy that you did. But mm-hmm. with that being said, all right, BC, you got to what you know about that. Hey, it's time to get into that. What you do about that? What you do about that? I do all about that. Load of, hey, oh, okay. Um, so, <laughs> um, I got this. Uh, I got this uh, topic from the Shade Room. Shout out to the Shade Room. It's the uh, Shade Room Great Debates. And uh, okay. this this guy had posted, um, as a man with no children, I prefer a woman with no children. If that makes me a bad guy, then oh well. So I wanted to bring this to the platform because it was a pretty interesting topic because um, you have a lot of relationships where, you know, well, I wouldn't even say a lot of relationships, but you have a lot of people that prefer to just deal with somebody with no kids. So mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to bring this to the platform because I wanted to see how you felt about it because I've I've had my moments where, you know, I've dealt with um, individuals who, you know, who came into the relationship with no kids and I had a kid 
and you know at times it can it can get difficult you know going into you know a relationship you know single and you know the person that you're dealing with has kids and you know that kind of forces you to you know level up your growth and you know your image you know in regards to being a role model to you know to a younger you know to a younger individual and you may not be necessarily ready for that so what's mm-hmm. your take on it uh, I definitely agree with you. I think that it's best to date someone if you have kids, date someone who has kids so that they can understand what your load is like. Because I feel like a person who doesn't have kids, especially if you're a full-time parent, they don't understand yeah. that your schedule is different than theirs, that you're probably going right. to be asleep by a certain time because you just got done taking, you know, um, taking care of the house take, you know, helping the kids with their work and everything. And now you're right. tired, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you got to get back up the next day to do it all over again, especially with this virtual learning, you know what I'm saying? It's like, dog, it's hard. You know, um, also a person, because I don't have kids, and I feel like if I'm dating someone with kids, he may not feel like I'm mother's material at that time because, Right. I don't have kids, so I don't have to watch my mouth. I don't have to watch what I say. You know, I'm just an auntie all day, but I see my nieces and nephews on a periodic basis. So it's like I'm not going to always um, keep in mind when I'm around somebody that I have to be this mother figure because I've never played that role. So I don't know. I can't say that I know how to play it. Um, I think another reason why I couldn't date someone with kids right now is because. I said before I was deprived of my teenage life because I always had to watch my cousin growing up. So I'm at a place where I'm really trying to find myself. And if I'm dating someone who has kids and I'm at a place where, like, you know, like it's not serious yet. We're just in, like, the dating phase of it. And, you know, I'm like, right. I-, I just want to take a break. You know, I just want to take a break. I just want to focus on me. I feel like I could do that with someone who doesn't have kids because that person is grown enough to understand and, you know, they won't take it offensive as a child who has probably been around me, has gotten attached, and then they wonder, well, damn, how come she doesn't, well, they don't say the damn part, but they say, well, how come she doesn't come around anymore? What did I do? I could be able to take a break without offending or affecting a child. You know, I, I don't know. I just think, I mean, I feel like some people can do it, but I just feel like for me, I need to date someone who doesn't have kids because I have dated someone who did have a child. The baby mama drama was too much for me and it just became to be too much. You know, it was something that I couldn't deal with. What about you? No, yeah. I mean, coming from, coming from being a single parent, um, I agree with everything you said as being a person going into a relationship uh, with Mm -hmm. a single parent. Um, the the reverse of it is you know what i'm saying like when when we as single parents when we go for these individuals whether they do have a child or whether they you know whether they don't we look for those same potentials too you know what i'm saying whether or not you know they can be you know some sort of you know stable role model within the household if it if it gets serious you know what i'm saying right and um we we walk on eggshells just as much as y'all do you know what i'm saying because they're there's um there's important decision making when it comes to both sides you know what i'm saying you got to as a as a person going into a relationship with a single parent you know what i'm saying you got to make sure that you are willing and able to you know sustain that um that role as being like the you know the step parent type of thing you know what i'm saying um mm-hmm. and you know vice versa like when it comes to you know a person who is a single parent and dating someone who doesn't have kids, you got to, you got to see whether or not, you know, they can fit good in with kids. You know what I'm saying? You got to pretty much know their background. It's almost like a background check, you know what I'm saying? For like applications for, uh, for a job and shit. Like you got to do, you got to do your thorough checks and shit like that. Because the last thing you want to do, like you said, is to have someone come into a child's life and, Mm -hmm. uh, and that child gets attached. That's, that's the Mm -hmm. most, that's the most, um, the most um, important thing right then and there is to make sure that, you know, you're choosing the right, uh, the right decision to make in regards to the, to the child or children that may be involved. 
You know what I'm saying? Because at yeah, the end right. of the day, their is was really in jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, I had, I've had my kid, you know, you know, tell me that she missed, you know, uh, my ex that I was with for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? To us breaking up type of thing. And, you know, it kind of made me feel bad because it was like, you know, I don't have women in and out of her life like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't have women in her life. But the fact that this one was with her, you know, she was around her enough for her to, you know, have some attachment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That kind of made me feel bad because it made me, it made me feel like I was being, you know, irresponsible at the time as far as, like, you know, letting someone in that close and not 100% for sure knowing that she can be around, you know, for the long run and, you know, really yeah. develop a relationship with her kid. So, yeah, it, it can be, it can be a, a complicated thing, but at the same time it can be easy too. As long as you, as long as you know your motives and know that, you know, that you're accepting to, you know, a single parent or if you're accepting to allowing someone who, you know, who potentially at that particular moment that you know of doesn't have experience with kids but is willing to do so, then, yeah. you know, you, you just got to play it careful is all. Mm-hmm. Get in consistent role with it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. That was a definitely dope topic. I want to close this out with the dynamic culture quote. I got it right tonight, nigga. Oh, shit, she, she two times in a row. Two times. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> but, uh, um, this was, uh, this was a good, uh, podcast episode tonight, guys. Um, if you're listening, you know, hopefully what we, what we spoke about, you know what I'm saying? You can take it, you know, um, implement that into your life and, you know, maybe, yes. maybe it can better you, you know what I'm saying? If you are having these issues of, you know, being a, you know, having a victim's mentality or, you know, maybe it, it can give you some assurance that, you know, you're doing good as far as with your open-minded mentality. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, hopefully you can take whatever we said out of this podcast and implement it into your life to better yourself. But um, to close it out with the dynamic culture quote for tonight, I don't necessarily have one tonight, but it's just a reassurance of, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just stay tuned with yourself and love yourself. And, you know, self-care is the top priority. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you are a person with a victim's mentality, um, try to wing yourself out of it because it's, it's a very toxic mentality to have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's okay to be to ruled out as being a wrong person. It's not it's not to it's not to insult you or make you feel like a bad person. You know what I'm saying? Like the message could be just to you know reevaluate you know how you think about things and how you judge things and you know it, it can eventually make yourself a better person. And if you're an individual with an open-minded mentality, you know what I'm saying, just, you know, keep 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 with the keep fight with the good fight, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, just keep leveling up, you know what I'm saying, on some dynamic shit, you know what I'm that saying. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my, that's my take on it for tonight. Um, peace and love. Happy Easter. We are out. Peace and love. Happy Easter, y'all.